this is Timmy Black, and welcome once again to another episode of The Lives of Contemporary Artists. Hey, did did any of you out there, uh, have you seen um, the new Tessa Fahrenheit film? I heard it's good. That's why I, I, I heard it's good. It's, it's supposed to be good. Um, I don't know, it's supposed to be good. You know, I, I can't tell you how much I hate those expressions. It's supposed to be good. Or even worse, I heard it's good. Or, or, or even worse than that, I heard it sucks. Supposed to be. I heard. Heard from who? Or how about, how about this one? So, what'd you think? That's another one I can't stand. And, 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 and you know what? Let me tell you. I only have myself to blame for this. Me and my ilk. We, us, we, in the cultural punditry business. We take it upon ourselves to chew your food for you so that you can, with authority and with snobbery, repeat our glib observations and claim them for your own. For example, one day you might hear someone say, hey, that new, uh, that new Reinhard Gershon show, it, it, was, it was really amazing. Did you see it? Or, or, or maybe they'll say something like, I just loved the way Gershon's, how shall I put it? Gershon's, well, his, his, his jaundiced, Rye commentary, his observations on the uh, on the uh, reification of extreme sports was was well miraculously it was so subtly how subtly he conflated this with post impressionist spatial disjunction the paintings just glowed with an with 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 an uncomfortable luxury you might hear somebody say that. And you will be ready, you, you will be ready, you will knowingly reply. Yeah, yeah, I heard, I heard it was good. Or, or by contrast, it might be you, it might be you that gets hold of the New York Times first, and it might be you who says, uh, hmm, I think Tariq Ben Hamoun's latest installation was well-meaning. I do, I do, but uh, I don't know. You, you might even call it virtuous in its intent, but her her over-refined execution, I, I think it, it gave the work a form of decadent inconsistency and it subverted her purpose. That's what you might say. And no doubt your friend to whom you're talking, who you're trying to impress, perhaps your friend, your friend will reply, yeah, I heard it sucked. But you know what would really suck? I'll tell you what would really suck. What would really suck would be to, to, be, to, 
be a film reviewer. That would suck to be a film reviewer. I mean, we in the art world, at least when we condemn a work of art as say, self-indulgent drivel, we can console ourselves with the confident knowledge that nobody really cares what we think, but outside a tiny, tiny community of over-educated, under-informed art world dilettantes, nobody, nobody cares, but film reviewers, I mean, they can make Oprah, look, they're everywhere. Their, their essays are chopped up, diced, and, 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 and julienned into repackaged, neat, witty blurbs that subsequently appear on ads and billboards and websites. I mean, they're everywhere, and those folks have a lot of influence. They have a lot of power. But you know what the worst part is? I mean, can you imagine, can you imagine how much dreck how much trash these film reviewers have to sit through. I mean, look, me, I go to a show, I go to an exhibition, and I can tell in a New York minute if the work is decent, if it's interesting, if it's poignant, or, or if it's just another run-of-the-mill arc of vomit. And if it turns out, in fact, to be an arc of vomit, you know what I do? I just walk out, I leave. I go outside, I go get a sandwich, I go get a cup of coffee. But a movie reviewer, they can't leave. They gotta watch till the end. They have to write about it. They have to write about it. They have to summarize it. They can't leave. They're stuck. They're stuck. They're stuck like they're in an elevator with someone with bad breath and noisy digestion. They, they can't leave. I mean, these film people, they have to sit through two hours of predictable storytelling and then they have to write clever articles whose purpose is to advertise once again how intelligent they are, how superior they are, pointing out how the movie, despite its obvious mass appeal and glamorous cast, is nothing but a tawdry assemblage of Romeo and Juliet Goodfellows and Berlin Alexander plots. Oh, they're so, so, so clever. You call that a dignified profession? I don't. No, 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 no. Not, not that I'm doing anything worthwhile either. We're, we critics, honestly, we're a sad bunch because we preside in judgment of someone else's labor. And then we sit back while the public, unsure what to think or how to think, refer to us. They paraphrase us. They mangle our witticisms and simplify our arguments and our observations, all the while standing around the water cooler or sipping Pinot Grigio at a tapas bar. Yes, we, the critics, provide the script that lubricates the social interactions of the smart people. Not that I'm complaining or passing judgment, but I know that the next time you're at a dinner party and somebody mentions me, Timmy Black, and makes an innocent remark about my relative obscurity, I'm counting on you. I'm counting on you to butt in and, 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 and say with, 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 with thoughtful sincerity, to say something like, hey, have you listened to episode 125? I heard it's supposed to be good. Episode 125, they'll undoubtedly say. Episode of, 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 of what? To which you will knowingly reply, episode of what? 
why, <laughs> an episode of the lives of contemporary artists. <laughs>